Hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to episode five of the Ram Report. Episode five, <laughs> we live. We in here. You know what I'm saying? You see the me, we planet got the new Jack City going on right now. <laughs> That's all right. black. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> me, me know them boy. You know what I'm saying? Need <laughs> no brown man. You know what I mean? G money them yeah, boy. Show show the cakes. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jordan. Ah! You know what I'm saying? Yeah, still in the meeting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, we, guys, we, give us that. Give us that uh, endorsement deal. Uh, I wish, bro. <laughs> I wish. Soon come, soon come. So we, we got some we got some heat for y'all today, actually, man. So um, I got rid of the black book because my co-host was was hating on it. So I don't hate. I'm technology now, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't hate. So what we talking about today? We talking about AU mentality. That's gonna be a good one. We talking about the shot clock in North Carolina and confidence and motor. Um. So we're going to jump right into it, man. We're going to talk about uh, the AAU mentality. Um, so basically, what is it and how does it uh, ultimately hurt the player? So I- I'm going to jump into it real quick and then start it off. So AAU mentality to me, it's, it's one of those gray areas, right? Because if somebody, if you're listening to this, you, you're thinking to yourself, like, what the f- what you talking about? Basketball is basketball. Like, right. right. How, is it, how is it any different than any other mentality and I'm, I'm gonna tell you this so as history stands basically the way it used to be is high school basketball was everything that's where the college coaches were coming you know what I mean they was coming to see you they was talking to your high school coach uh it was big it was a big deal it was just one platform right? one one platform absolutely um so you know you watch you watch movies like the blue chips and for you young boys check it out you know Shaquille and Penny Hardaway you see how recruiting was done, you know, college coaches go to the high school coach, blah, blah, blah. Now, fast forward to 2018, you have AAU, which is, uh, from my perspective, the biggest and best platform for college coaches to do recruiting. Um, because basically they have some of the top talent under one roof. So it's easier for them to get a gauge of any and everybody they're trying to look at uh, plus find some hidden gems. So, you know, to, to prepare yourself for that is, is different from a high school season, right? Normally the focus is on winning championships, um, you know, building camaraderie with your team, you know, doing good in school. Now we're talking about AAU, it's summertime. You know, you want to win, but it doesn't have as much meaning to it. What you really want to do is perform in front of those college coaches. So it's literally a different ball game. Um, and... And you have to go out there with a perspective of, yo, you know, yeah, I want to win for my team, but I got to showcase what I can do. I got to let people know I can play the game and I have an understanding of the game and I can do X, Y, Z. So that's just my my jump in on the topic. Yeah, man, um, I'm definitely glad we decided to do this topic um, this week. Um, if you listen to commentators or you just hear people um, – speak about basketball and a lot of different, you know, arenas. Like, a lot of time you're hearing AAU mentality. And um, what a lot of people try to associate it with is, like, it's, it's basically all negative. 
Right. When people say these things, they're trying to associate laziness and, you know what I'm saying, like players not, say laziness is really the same thing as, I mean, basically players not playing hard, you know what I'm saying, like individual play. Right. A lot of those different things, man, and um, I just want to put some clarity on it, kind of share some light, um, because at, at, at one point, like with the way I'm going, my answer, I feel like I was guilty of this um, early on when I first started coaching, you know, but I feel like as, as I started to, you know, fail and take my bumps, I started mm-hmm. to learn and each and every year get better at becoming a 100% all-around better coach um, and a better um, cultivator of, like, just teaching basketball culture. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what I try to do. Um, but really, man, it's just I think there's good programs and bad programs, and there's good coaches and there's bad coaches. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's an AAU mentality. You know what I'm saying? Because what, what it is is factors that go into it. So the reason why AAU is what it is is, okay, AAU is, A, it's the look at me mentality. Mm-hmm. Like the whole point of people playing AAU, the wholesale is exposure and offers. Right. So that is an individual thing. Right. That's, that's number one. Number two, to break it down all the way more, now you have, let's say, dad or mom coaching mm-hmm. an individual's kid or family friend or mentor coaching so now majority of the time AAU is built off players or phenoms so once again it goes back to individuals but now not only is it the player the parent is looking out for one person's interest more than everybody else's mm-hmm. right then you have it's built off of, it's like I was talking about names about, it's always really about the back of the shirt or like, like I said, look at me mm-hmm. versus the actual program. You know what I'm saying? So when you have those factors involved in it, you're going to have basketball that is a team sport that's basically being played as an individual sport. And that's the issue. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you really look at it, because, like, when you really look at it, the difference is there's good high school basketball, there's, ba- there's good college basketball, there's bad high school basketball, there's bad college basketball, there's good players, there's bad players, but this is the, the, the common denominator. Your Dukes, your Carolinas, your Kentuckys, your top-notch programs that win – they do it the right way. Then, if you look at AAU, I mean, you can't hate your, your team loaded. I mean, mm-hmm. your CP3s. I mean, shit, you're going to Rhodes. I mean, regardless, you know what I'm saying, what people say, like, shoot, I mean, I think they won that, that Southern Jam Fest, one of the top tournaments in the country, yep. every summer. And, I mean, with regular teams. Then you have... I mean, yeah, Oakland sure. Soldiers. Like, I mean, you can name it. Like, if you look at it, like, good programs with good coaches and good foundational pillars have good basketball. And that's my point. So if, it's a, if, if the program is built on what's on the front of the chest, mm-hmm. if the coach is treating everybody the same, if it's about team and not about individual, then it's not going to be any type of mentality. What you think? Uh, I hear you. But here's my concern, because I don't disagree with you. Okay. Uh, but I have I have concerns regarding that, and this is why. Because as much as basketball is an indiv- a team sport, 
individuality is glorified, right? Yes. You look at you look at any time the Cavs play, they can get blown out by thirty, but there's always some milestone LeBron James has passed, and that's what's that's what you see all over Twitter or social media or ESPN. You know, LeBron James scores 30,000 30, points, or he gets his uh, ten thousand rebound and blah blah blah. Like yo, he just lost by forty. Like why are we talking about LeBron James versus uh, whatever team that just beat the Cavaliers. And saying so, like, trickle it down to high school, right? Like, like you like you mentioned earlier, a college coach is only going to offer maybe one or two players on a team, right? So how how was a kid not supposed to, not necessarily go for self, but try to show everything he has in front of that college coach, right? Like, it, it's an anomaly. Like, Can I, I think, stop you? Yeah. But, like, a kid, that's what I'm saying. Like, if in a good program, if the game of basketball is being taught, you can show what you have, and it doesn't have to be points. You can show what you have, because showing what you have is playing with energy. Showing what you have is playing the game the right way. So if you play the game the right way, and you average eight, this is what people don't understand. Like, you can average nine, eight, and five, and go D1. Easily, bro, because those are the numbers of starters in those are the numbers of starters in the league. Like kids get caught in these crazy stat lines and don't understand. Like, look at the starting lineup on the I team. Mean, kids and adults. I mean, because because regardless, fans. Let's just say fans. But but even this, right? Like like if if a high major coach is looking at so say let's say they walk into the EYBL or the Gauntlet or the Under Armour circuit, the first thing they do is look at the stat sheet, right? Who's leading the points? No, 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 no. I mean, yes, they look at it. They look at the stat sheet. They look at the stat sheet, but the stat sheet helps you identify. Okay, I may need to look at this guy because of points, but ultimately, I mean, but not because of points, because of stats. But ultimately, like you're gonna look at past the eye test. Like perfect example. Like, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. Michael Gil kid Gilchrist start used to start for the for the Hornets. What are his numbers? Right, 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 right. Zaza Pachulia started for the World Champion Warriors. What is his numbers? Right. Tristan Thompson starts for the Cavs. What are his numbers? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Cephalosia, Andre Robeson starts for the Thunder. What is his numbers? P.J. Tucker right now thought starts for the Raptors. What are his, I mean, for the Rockets. What are his numbers? Six and four. Right. Eight and, 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 and three. Like, that. That's, so that's what I'm saying. Like, good programs, good coaches teach the game the right way. So if you play the game the right way, you're going to be able to stand out for what you do. Absolutely. But see, but... You're also talking about the highest level, right? That's the NBA. Mm-hmm. I, 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 think college. I, I guess the same thing in college. Theo no, Pinson. High school, though. Like, like, what about high school? It's because like, Theo was a savage. Bro, Wesleyan. But, but, dog, but that's because of the level of competition. Okay. That's that's what it is. Like, okay. Okay. in high school, you can get away with stuff that you can't get away with in college. In college, you can get away with stuff that you can't get away with in right. NBA. So the key is you learning how to play the game. Because if you had to learn how to play the game, that's why like it's the right entry, right. that's why the entry to those levels, the door becomes harder to get through. You can just be tall and walk into that high school door of being able to play basketball. You can't just be tall and and play in college. Right. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you can you can you can you can you can have bounce and make the team and play football and, and basketball in high school. Because you have bounce, you gotta be able to do something with that bounce to play in college. You gotta be able to do something else better with that bounce to be able to play in the NBA. 
So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. at a good program, you're going to get challenged. You're going to get taught about everything. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, that's so, so, the difference in the mentality. Yeah. So, absolutely. So, I mean, so, you know what's so crazy? As I'm, as I'm listening to you, right, I think back to our early episodes. Make sure y'all check that out, too. Um, then you can go back. Check it out. We like, we like power. Yeah. Right? yeah the episodes don't go crazy. Yo, you missed the first one. You need to go back and catch the gotta, first gotta one. Gotta check it. So, you can keep your knowledge up. But it's basically, we're basically yeah. talking about getting better right and and basketball iq right like there are those players like you don't have to score a million points to kind of get on somebody's radar you know what i mean and, and, and the thing is when you show play, when you show that you understand the level of the game like that impresses college coaches more than anything um all my point guards out there like perfect example if you could understand i'm gonna give you a give you just a snippet because we're going to get into different stuff later right. on later episodes but like point guards all my point guards tall small you know what I'm saying that's trying to figure out what a what a college coach is looking for can you control pace they don't got nothing to do with the statistics right and so crazy it's not a stat for that it's, it's not and, and, and but you can get you can get 30,000 for that you can get $30,000 for that. You can get a $30,000 education if you understand how to control pace. Chill. Because that's chill, visible. Chill, chill, That's very visible. Chill, chill. That's, 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 that's another episode because you want to go in. Let's, let's go to the next topic. The <laughs> next topic. Uh, and, and this is a crazy one for me because I don't know where I stand. I'm like teetering the line. and I need. I, I ain't teetering. I, I, I I'm I, level. I got I to gotta make a hard stance on this. I'll probably do it here. But should there be a shot clock in North Carolina high school hoops? Hold on, Aquafina. Right, shout out to Aquafina. Let's get that endorsement. Ah, I'm trying to get an endorsement. Aquafina. <laughs> Repeat the question, Ray. I didn't even hear you, Johnny. Come on, man. I didn't even hear you, Johnny. All right, so listen. North Carolina basketball, high school basketball, does it need a shot clock? Yes. Family feud. So no answer. Yes. So I saw. I saw. A, yes. I saw a conversations, and I read an article. Uh, you know, not to be mentioned. I'm not gonna mention who wrote the article, or whatever. But I, it's so many good points, right? Like, um, shout out to my guy Webb Wilman, uh, the the New South podcast, uh, Balls Life. Y'all know who he is, Rob Bridges. Webb said, "Shut her up." Webb said. How are we gonna pay for the shot clocks? Cause they're expensive. And I just thought to myself, well, whoa, you know, the high school better have two hundred bucks. Is that all it costs? Yo, son, listen, 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 listen. If this rule was to get passed by the North Carolina Athletic Association, High School Athletic Association, bro, them boys, like, like I work in a school, mm. you get enough money. To get a shot clock, and so and and, 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 and that's why so everybody has a janitor and a custodian, and we ain't talking about a scoreboard, bro. We're talking about a shot clock. At the most, the shot clock has to be eighty nine ninety five, bro. Nope, that's that's low balling. Okay, one fifty. If the shot clock is one fifty, that's three hundred. Yo, everybody got three hundred. You gotta wash a car or something, man. So and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't. I'm I'm not knowledgeable enough on a topic to know where funds go, right? Because I mean, I see some of these games be packed, right? It costs what five, eight dollars to get in the game. But both with, that, son. Where's all that money going? I, I don't know. Let's get to the shot clock. Okay, let's get to it. So, what does it do for the game? It makes 
everybody step their game up. Referees, got to step your game up. Coaches, got to step your game up. Players, got to step your game up. This is why. Mm-hmm. Went to a conference tournament game this year. Uh-huh. Not going to mention the name of the school. Not going to mention the player. They had a Division One signee on their team. Mm-hmm. The kid was 6'7". There was nobody on the floor that could guard them. Right? Mm-hmm. The t- high school team ran the flex. That's the system they ran. Right. They ran the flex. They held the ball the entire fourth quarter. Up eight. Turning down layups. Everything. I think they scored six points in the fourth quarter. They allowed the team to get back into the game. And at no point are you preparing your prospect to be able to go to school. Because if you're playing that type of style, Mm -hmm. there's no way you're prepping your guys to play and helping your guys play at the next level. So by bringing a shot clock, now there has to be, number one, Better players with quicker making with quicker quicker decision making skills. Right. Because now the coach has to put a system in to get the ball up the court in less than ten and score in less than twenty. I think the shot clock at high school should be thirty seconds. I think it should be a thirty second shot clock, bro. You're getting prepared to play in college. You play high school to go to college. So the more you make it like college or the closer, okay, let's give them five more seconds, 35. Let's go to the old college shot clock, 35. Let's give them five more seconds. But there needs to be a shot clock, man. So so, the argument I saw was not every high school basketball program is preparing their kids to play at the next level. It's just, now I don't agree with it. But it was it, it makes a point of saying like, this is just high school basketball. This isn't college basketball, so we shouldn't try to imitate or emulate that style as much. Like you should just let it be high school. Well, basketball. I, I got I got a beef with those people. How about you tell those kids that? You tell those kids that. You tell your you tell your kids that every kid that plays for his high school team at one point in time had a thought about playing high school about playing college basketball. Whether it's realistic. Or false. Right. Real effect, they had that thought. You tell that kid that. You tell a kid, yo, you're playing for the team just because. Right. And see how many people try. It steps the game up, man. Like, there's no way that some of these games should look the way they do, man. It's high school. The way you have to look at high school is this two levels away from pro, bruh. Yeah. High school, college league. Whether you try to compare it or not, like it's a game. Like if we're talking rec league, you wouldn't feel it. this is high school, bro. Right. This is high school. You're representing you. some some and some towns. The only thing they have to represent them is their high school. Yeah. So you representing a big body of people. You represent a lot of people. You representing your town. You representing your area. Wherever you from, man, like. Like, like, like the quality of the basketball in North Carolina has to go up. If we're really calling ourselves hoop state, then we need to own it, man. Our players have to be better, man. And that it, it, it just makes everybody step their game up. It makes for a more exciting game. It's faster. It's quicker. You know what I'm saying? If you're really not good, you'll get smacked out the gym. Mm-hmm. 
if you're good now it's more opportunities for more possessions like so what do you say what do you say to the people that say oh it's just gonna make more teams or more kids just jack up shots jack up bad shots your coach is terrible because <laughs> my argument is they probably already are jacking up bad your coach shots. is terrible it has nothing to do like that has nothing to do with shots. Co- no <laughs> man, listen <laughs> it goes back to our last point good programs got good coaches and they teach you how to play the game the right way everybody wants to hold, needs to hold everybody accountable period like everybody, like everybody has to be accountable. Like I, I tell my players that all the time. You want to complain about so much, but yo, like, what are you really putting in? Like, what are you really doing? To, right. Like, like, how, like, are, like, you need to be working very hard if you're doing a lot of this and you and it's complaints coming out. Yeah. 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 Period. You gotta look at yourself first, right? And I don't know. I mean, I, I personally, I think the shot clock is needed. I've been to numerous games where I've seen. Such a scenario, not as not not as bad as yours, but you know that whole fourth quarter, three minutes left, we gonna try to hold the ball to win the game. Like, come Son. on, man, that 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 shit is through games. Like, come on, man, play the game. Now, I'm not telling you to you know just jack up every possession you got. I'm not telling you not to play smart basketball, but at the same time, man, don't don't play that little kid stuff where you try to hold the ball because I mean nine out of ten times, or I mean probably less, but. Oftentimes, when a team tries to do that, the other team steps up their intensity. They yes. Get their deals, yes. They you're letting get, the team back in the game. And they get back in the game. And this generation of kids, when you do that, especially if you were attacking, like they shut it all the way down. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for them to get to get the energy back up. Yeah. So, I mean, I, so, so, the, so the, the, the Ram Report verdict is out. We say put a shot clock in. Put a shot clock. And, man. you know, like, I'm, we don't, you know, we're not proclaiming to have all the answers, but, like, put the numbers out. Let's Principal's go. out here making 80 bands, man. Yo. Damn, man. man. Can we get a shot clock, bro? I mean, it's like, let's put the cost out and see what they are. You know what I mean? Let's, let's not get the shot like, clock, man. Let's not, like, I'm tired. To, I'm tired of looking at the foolishness, man. <laughs> tired of looking at the shenanigans, man. And people, you know, because people Damn, say, man. like, oh, we can't afford paper. How are we going to afford shot clocks? And I'm just like, I don't know. I need the shoddy, man. Don't they got it on the circuit? That, on certain circuits? Yeah, I was like, you know, that, that, I think that's a different problem, right? Like, you, it, it, you compare apples to oranges at that point, but I don't know, man. So, yeah, verdict is put in North Carolina high school basketball shot clock. Shot clock, bro. All right, like, man. For real. And I think the last topic we got for y'all is uh, confidence and motor, the two most important College skills no one talks about. Kick, the, kick it off, Ray. I'm about to run this to the touchdown. All right, so I'm, I'm going to kick it off because I actually talk about this a lot. Um, nah, man. I talk about, about he going to kick it off. I'm going to let him rock. You, what you mean? You got it, son. I just want to start an argument because we got them all black. So we can't <laughs> yeah, have no soft yeah, episode. On, it's got to be a little rough around yeah, the edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right I mean, I, I got it. I got it. I'm, I'm in the camera. Okay. Hi, mom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How you doing, Miss Sandra? Yeah, I'm saying. But, like, it, I sound like. When, when I saw the topic, I was like, yes, because I see this all the time. Kids don't have, even even some of your Division One prospects do not have these skill sets. And I think they are in for a world of mental pain when they realize, like, yo, you need to have a motor if you think you're going to play at the next level. Like, it's, it's, it's not as simple as you coming in and shooting your shots and, all this other stuff is is it's, it's, it's just, crazy, man. It's something that like, are you even watching the team that that you signed to? Or please, are you, are you, please, please, please keep going. <laughs> keep going. Because <laughs> right, because you'll notice, like, I mean, 
point in case some somebody as high caliber as John Calipari tells them, yo, I, I don't care if my guys miss shots. I care if they are, they're not playing hard. They're coming right out. They can make mistakes. But if you're not playing hard, if you're not giving your all, you're coming out, you're sitting down. So when I watch these high school level kids who aspire to play uh, college basketball, and I, I've said D, D1, but it's all levels. D1, 2, 3, uh, Juco, all of that. It's, it's at every level. If you want to play at the next level, man, you got to have effort. you got to have a motor. And it's not something that you can write down and be like, oh, yeah, I did this, or I got five rebounds. No, it's, it's not something you can quantify. It's something that just you can see, though. So, I mean, it's I, I can rant on, so I, I'm going to stop right here, and uh, I'm <laughs> – I'm gonna kick it off to hand now. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, for me, man, really just speaking to my speaking to the players. You know, what I'm saying North Carolina, South Carolina, um, Europe, all y'all boys. <laughs> man, like my boys, I'm trying to, you know, my voice has no boundaries, man. But like, you know, like this is the shit that pisses me off. You know what I'm saying? Cussing a couple episodes. Well, you got to make sure shit. Uh, honestly, <laughs> like, this is the shit that pisses me off, man. Because it's like a lot of times you got kids that. Yo, I'm only one. I'm only trying to play D1. I'm only trying to, you know, forget D2, forget D3, forget JUCO. Like, what you got to understand is this: in order to play college, it's two things, it's two skills that you have to have that no trainer can give you. It's just individually you, and you need to stop paying people and asking people to give you this because this has something to do with you. So a lot of times I see on on trainers' pages, or they got a quote where it's like, "If the only thing you learn from me is basketball, you know what I'm saying? Then I failed you." And that's absolutely correct because if you, from the game of basketball, you're supposed to get life tools, life gems that can help you through life. All right, mm-hmm. confidence and motor is one of them. The real word for motor is a hard worker. Yep. That's what motor means. Let's break this all the way down. So, just like you're supposed to get up early to go to practice, one day your ass gonna have to get up early and go to work. That's the that's what you and you and you may need to learn. You may need to gain to help teach you that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like confidence. You you five ten. You got to get this rebound against this six nine dude, or you lose. You got to go out there. You got to battle. You got to come up with a strategy or whatever game plan of it is to get the to get the the task done to overcome that obstacle. Like can't no trainer teach you that, guys. That's what you got to understand. As a man, as a female, these are the skills that you need. And it's crazy, man, because it's like you. You're going after a false dream. You're chasing something that's unrealistic. If you think you're actually going to become a professional at anything without being confident and without working hard. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it's crazy, man. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. Like, it really bothers me when I hear these kids' conversation, man. It's just like, when you look at TV, man, like, I don't care. It's been championship week all week. Every game you see guys playing and leaving everything on the floor, every ounce. That's why you watch the D one stuff, and then go out there and play soft as hell. <laughs> it makes no sense, bro. But you D one though. Well, see, you know, like it, it, I'm gonna play devil's advocate because I'm about to DDT you then. Go yeah, nah, nah, <laughs> chill, chill, chill. I, <laughs> 
Um, it's I I get the struggle with why players don't do this, both men and women, because they don't know how. It's not as simple as all you got to do is A and B and C. Like it's something from within. No, nope. it's something from within. Like okay, 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 keep going. You had something there. I'm gonna cut you off. You had something up. You got, you gotta. You can't just be told to play hard. You have to want to play hard. You have to make the decision to say, "I am going to get the rebound from ants." Uh, scenario. I am gonna go out here and bust my ass. Cause like, like he said, like. If you don't make that decision, if you're not confident in yourself, it won't happen. Now, when we speak about confidence, let's break that down because I told my uh, my bad to cut you off. I said motor is is hard work. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. When we mean confidence, we mean no fear. Believing in yourself. Believing in yourself. Self determination. All those things. Self motivation. All those things. Whatever. Whatever you need to get yourself up, or get yourself jacked up for that moment to be able to compete. That's what you mean. Because ultimately, sports, baseball, basketball, football, whatever, it's a competition. There's a winner. There's a loser. Man, majority of the other competitions, the team that wants it more than the other team wins. The person that wants it more than the other team wins. And that want is shown in your willingness to just go as hard as you possibly can. Let me me give you an example right now. Like today, uh, North Carolina Central University. Shout out to Vail, man. Shout out to Vail. Shout out to Ray Ray Harney. Shout out to Jordan Perkins. Yeah, Perkins. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know Mr. Reggie somewhere doing a lot of talking. Mr. Reggie, Reggie. I know Mr. Reggie is doing a lot of talking. He popping off, yo. But here's the the story, though. Uh, Because the commentators was talking about all game. They didn't get back to their hotel room until 1 o'clock in the morning. Who? The uh, Central. The whole team. Moving the players. The players did not get back to their hotel room until 1 o'clock this morning. And they still came out, no excuses, one and chip. What they do? What was they doing? I have no idea. I, I didn't, they didn't tell. I didn't hear that part. I just know that they commented like, "Yeah, uh, we thought they were gonna be dragging a little bit because." Uh, this Vale's probably doing some some team bought on Vale. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Regardless, they sprinkle that thing in the pot. Regardless, you know what I mean? They came out probably tired as all hell. Yeah. Fatigue. One shining moment. Came Central, out one, son. One and chip. You know what I mean? That's and, big, and, yo. But that 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 ain't it. That third one. Yes, third one in five years. Yeah, we. I was talking about that. It was the homie like, Vell might be out, bro. Anyway, it's time for another. <laughs> day. Um, but you know, and, and to get a little personal, let me tell you, like my life experience as a high school basketball player, I lost confidence as a junior in high school. My college, I mean, my high school coach killed my confidence. How? Because uh, we had we had this white boy who shoot his ass off. Um, still, my homie to this day, he had the ultra green light. He could do no wrong. Me, not so much. So any mistake I made, out. So I was so scared, which killed my confidence, which ultimately led to me making a mistake anyway. So I would be on the pine while, you know what I'm saying, my peer would, he could throw that bitch off the wall and 
Nothing. You know can, I mean? I, can I can I talk to the people? I talk to people. Take the phone. All right, yo. Boys and girls, all my players out here. When the coach kills your confidence, or the coach is putting restraints or shackles on you, the thing that you have to understand is that comes from you specifically just wanting to do one thing. The thing about basketball is when you look at that stat sheet, you see points. Assists, steals, blocks, and rebounds. That's five different categories. Turnovers. Six. Turnovers. You know what I'm saying? Like, the things, the only thing you're concerned with is points. And that's the issue. Majority of the time is, yo, like the scenario Ray said, they letting everybody shoot. You know what I'm saying? Said the third. If you become so obsessed with the game, that you know how to do anything and you know how to do everything, then you will not get shackles put on you because the value of you as a player goes up. No matter what position the coach puts you in, no matter what offense or defense y'all doing, you have to know everything. Like, think about it. How many of y'all out there that play the game right now only know the play on one side of the floor? Right. <laughs> I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. You do it on the left side, but you make them do it on the right side. Or like, you only over. know <laughs> one spot of the play and get mad with your homeboy and push him out the way and practice and your ass only stay in that one spot. That's why you got the shackles put on you. Know the spot. Know the play in every spot. That's why the play doesn't work for you. Everything goes back to you. You have to be accountable. Basketball is a game. It's like ping pong, it's like Call of Duty, it's like Chinese checkers, it's like Mancala. There's a strategy to it. If you become obsessed with it, if you learn how to play the game multiple ways, if you have multiple strategies, the value of you will go up as a player, you will be more confident, because confident comes from practice and studying and good habits. And then if you just work hard, if you're the first person there, the last person to leave, though getting these two skills is the key to get everything else that comes with that that comes with the game. Right. Absolutely. I mean absolutely and, and I think when when I reflect on that scenario, ultimately it is my fault. Because if the white boy is a better shooter than me, I should have been in the gym trying to be a better shooter. Right? Like I, I didn't I didn't do what it took at or, that point in time. Or take this approach. Should have been in the lab trying to become a defender. Right. And something. then just lock him up in practice and take his burn. Right. Something. I should I, I should have figured out what I needed to do. But instead, I do what most of y'all are doing today. Blamed everybody else. And ultimately, I learned my lesson, right? Because now, like, my confidence is, is crazy now as an adult. But when I think back on the younger me, it, it, it wasn't. And it, it, it took a lot of life lessons to kind of get to this point. You know, people telling me the worst that anybody can ever tell you is no. And it just... A light bulb turning off on you, man. But um, yeah, man. So I mean, I wanted I wanted to end it with that, unless you had something more to add. Um, and then I, I got I do got a spotlight player for this episode. Uh, the spotlight player goes out to the class of twenty twenty, uh, six foot point card, Jalen Cone out of Walkertown High School in Walkertown, North Carolina. Um, his stats have been crazy this year. Uh, had nine plus games of forty or more. Uh, including a 51-point game, I think it was. Won all kinds of awards this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. look him up. Crazy, crazy. Um, 
Got like conference player of the year, you know, several other awards, man. Plays for a team loaded AAU um, on the gauntlet. So, like, um, I watched him play since he was in seventh grade, man, and, and his growth, um, his development is is is, is kind of second to none, man. He lives in the gym, gym rat. So I wanted to give him a shout-out, man. Congratulations to all your uh, achievements this season, man. I know you kind of fell short of the championship, but keep going, man. And uh, that's all I got, man. You got anything else? Um, I got a player. Mm-hmm. Got a player I want to spotlight. Um, actually had an opportunity to first meet him last summer. Um, played against him in a couple of Rick Lewis events. Shout-out to Rick and Jamie Phenom, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, played for Team Winston last summer. Um, Davion Williamson. Six one point guard, six two point guard out of West oh, Seven, West Seven yeah. Prep Academy. Yeah, yeah. Um, twenty points a game. East Tennessee State commit. Yeah. Um, He's tough. folks in North Carolina that don't know him, you will. I think this kid, man. I think he got some of that Devontae Graham. I got. A, I think he got a shot at the league, bro. Yeah. Like I honestly do. Like, it's crazy because the hunger he played with in the summer. Like, I coach at Voyager Academy um, in Durham. Like I mentioned, first episode, 1A school. We're 1A power. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of the schools that, that, make, that make names on the east side as far as 1A um, competition's concerned. Um, but I saw him this summer, and I kind of, from the look in his eye, could guarantee they was going to win the state championship. Because you could tell he was playing with a purpose. Right. He was playing with a chip for that offer. And then once he got that offer, it was about making sure he ended his career the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so it was yeah. like, it's almost like it was planned. It's almost like he had a vision and he was thinking about this is the road I'm going to take. And when you go out to something with a plan, preparation is key. It's necessary for everything in life, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why he blew I mean, he's run several MVPs this year. You know what I'm saying? Tonight, won the state championship for one day. So congratulations to him, the boys that went to Salem uh Prep coach Goo, I mean this kid is just hungry. So once again, Davion Williamson, Winston Salem Prep Academy, East Tennessee State University. Keep an eye out on this young man, yo. Respect, salute, fam. Like just keep doing what you do, um, and you ended it the right way, man. So you know I'm, I'm big on guards, and when I see one that that's not afraid of the lights and that want to stand up in every moment and make it happen on. Any end on the court, no matter what the play calls for, I gotta show you love, fam. Yeah, shout out to you. And that's it, man. Episode five. Five. Episode five. We out here. <laughs> Young Simmons, episode five. The Remy! It, it was good, y'all. Um, it was Ray Mason at one half of the Ram Report. Make sure y'all check out my website, www.ramprospects.com. Hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. Ram underscore prospects. Uh, show me some love. Um, this is the other half. Sean Kemp. <laughs> AKA Ant Simmons, man. Follow me on Instagram at coach underscore Ant underscore Simmons. And follow me on Twitter. I've I've, I've, I've taken an absence, but I'm back. I'm about to kick the door in um, at, OG, um, at OG underscore Red Storm. On Twitter.com. Man. Yeah, he he a fashion dude too. He always got the fresh kicks. So y'all y'all make sure y'all. I mean, I just try to be you know what I'm saying. I try to do what I do. Y'all, y'all you know what I'm saying. Riley, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Will Riley, OG, you know what I'm saying. Not Lane. Just want to put that out there. Hey, we out. <laughs>